Father, may we never forget the sacrifice of our military that secured our ability to worship you freely today. May we never forget the holy sacrifice of your Son who died and rose again so that we can worship in truth and in spirit. And that's exactly my desire, Father, today is to worship you in truth and in spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We are gathered together, my friends and family and neighbors, to rejoice, to rejoice in the Lord. We read in Psalm 149 this morning, let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. The question is, are you of the Israel of God called the church? Now, the more that you begin to trust Christ as a member of this church, the more you will find yourself distrusting the state. And now you know why the state hates Christ. Many states across this world hate Christ, and America is growing to hate Christ more and more as it rejects him. Swamp Dweller on Gab replies, simple yet truth. It's very simple. History repeats, yet we fail to learn from this same history. And because of this failure to learn from history, we find ourselves in physical wars. Yes, sometimes the people of God are called to fight in these physical wars against physical states where many of our Christian men have died and given their lives. Therefore, it is to these brethren that have sacrificed their lives for the faith, for our God, for their families, and for their neighbors that I salute. You are not forgotten, my fellow comrades in arms, my fellow comrades in spiritual and physical arms. You are not forgotten. Hence the title of today's episode number 149, Not forgotten full armor farm on gab says this is memorial weekend take a moment to pray for our fallen warriors and their families who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation and i say please do there are many that are grieving right now because of the loss of a loved one a husband a wife a child and i ask you my friends please pray for them Please keep them in your prayers this weekend as you're spending time with family and friends. But the people of God, we must not only be prepared to pray at all times, we must be, be prepared to be armed. And yes, the people of God have been armed throughout all of history. Prepared to fight even in a physical war. We read about this in the book of Numbers 32:30, and Moses said unto them, If you will do this thing, if you will go armed before the Lord to war. And then in verse 27 of the same 32nd chapter, But thy servants will pass over every man armed for war before the Lord to battle as my Lord saith. 
here we see that the people of God have been called to a physical war throughout history and even in our day. We read in the book of Psalms today in Psalm 149, 6-9, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. It is clear, my friends, that men of God have been called to war on his behalf throughout history. But yet, we have a generation of cowards. And when you have a generation of cowards, what happens? Other people raise up arms. Such as recently, a tranny young man who armed himself and went into an elementary school and gunned down little children. Matt Walsh on on Twitter says, start with a boy. Take away his father. Sit Sit him in front of a screen all day. Feed him porn. Feed him an endless stream of content. Give him no moral formation, no guidance, no companionship. Give him drugs. Isolate him. And he says that's how you make a school shooter. Rinse and repeat. So here we see that Matt Walsh agrees that history indeed does repeat. And this brings us to a state of distance from our God. Does God feel as though he is distant at times in this day? I would say so. And I'll tell you why. That is because judgment is near. Judgment that may call you and I to even fight in a painful physical war one day. Isaiah 54, 8, in a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment. But with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. Even so, if we must fight, the peace of the Lord will be with his people. The peace of the Lord will endure through whatever we may face, even if bombs come down on our heads. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. No matter how dark it gets, my friends, no matter how evil this world becomes, or how how fierce the wrath of Almighty God is unleashed upon this planet, He will always be with those who love him. Verse 10, Isaiah 54, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. So how do we know if physical war is near? Well, I'll give you an an indication. I will give you a clue when you begin to see the wilderness preacher rise up. It's a very good clue. 
Because when the wilderness preachers arise, it is because the people are in the wilderness and judgment is near. Numbers 32, 13, and the Lord's anger was kindled against Israel and he made them wander in the wilderness 40 years until all the generation that had done evil in his sight was consumed. It's up to us, my friends. Do we want to repent or do we want to be consumed? It's our choice. God has given each of us a free will to either choose him or to reject him. Verse 15, for if you turn away from after him, he will yet again leave them in the wilderness and you shall destroy all this people. But if you and I choose the Lord, if we choose to stand upon the gospel, we will be consumed by his truth with a faith that endures to the end. But if the gospel is just a distant or past memory to you. It's most likely that you have believed in vain. And it's this type of belief that is less than a devil's belief because at least the devils believe and tremble. Their belief trembles. When's the last time you trembled before Almighty God, my friend, with your belief? 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 2. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand, by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. So yes, it is clear, my friends, that there is a vain belief that exists only in the mind, but it's absent from the heart. And it's the heart that brings action. It's the heart that endures. The mind becomes just a simple compartment that can be a closet that's closed up and that it's never opened in your life. And this is a vain belief. Omerta on Gab says, Pretty obvious to me that the word is like a woven fabric that contains all of reality and all all of the time. Everything fits within it snugly. Life has continuously proved this to me over and over again. Here we see another believer as they understand that history repeats as they do not forget. The core message of the gospel is the redemptive work of Christ and I will not forget it. I will not lock it away in a closet in my mind. It will be active in my heart, in my soul. I will preach it in truth and in spirit by his mercy and his grace. Out of love and devotion for what he's done for us. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Yes, the Bible is true. These are the scriptures that are referenced by Jesus Christ himself and those apostles that wrote the very New Testament that I read today by the power of the Holy Spirit. The bride of Christ knows this. And all of those who are in Christ are of the bride of Christ. And there's nothing 
that you or I would not do for our brides. Men, therefore there is nothing that Jesus Christ will not do for his bride. The church, the elect, those who have been chosen in Christ are the bride of Christ that we even read about in Isaiah 54. For thy maker is thine husband. The Lord of hosts is his name, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth, shall be called. I'm a witness, and I am a preacher of these things. And Christianity would not be here today if it were not for the early witnesses who witnessed the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 5-7 and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present. But some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. It's because of these witnesses, my friends, that Christianity has grown to be what it is today. It is why the people of God endure through all the darkness and evil. Despite the criticism, despite the mockery, despite the defamation. The Lord said all these things would come. Showing us again that we are witnesses to the truth. The truth of Almighty God. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, we have already won. And that is why we endure. Because we know that we have already won. Verse 15, Isaiah 54. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. We have already won. Therefore, we can feel sorry for our enemies, those who oppose us. Because they are the ones who will be doomed to a Christless eternity in hell. Pray for them. Preach the gospel to them. Endure before them. Be the light before these people who have no hope without Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for those that God had called to write the scriptures that I read to you today to include the 12 apostles. Now some want to question whether or not Matthias or Paul took the 12th place concerning this loss of Judas, one of the apostles. Now, this may be debatable, but here is the clue in our reading. 1 Corinthians 15, 9, For I am the least of the apostles that am not me to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Here is a man who persecuted the people of God. He defamed them. He put them in prison. He cheered on their deaths. Yet God called him to be an apostle and to write much of the New Testament that I preach to you today. Be who God has made you to be. I don't care what your past is. Do not conform yourself to another man. For he has a different past, and he has different gifts. Exercise the gifts that God has given you. 
And when doing so, you completely submit yourself to your God and to your maker. And then the gates of grace will fully open in your life. You will experience the power of God like no man has ever before. Verse 10, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Yep, with this bird nest of a beard, I am what I am. I am a wilderness preacher. I don't know much about judging. I don't believe that's my position to judge. But I will preach of the judgment to come. And that's what a wilderness preacher does. We see the judgment as it grows in our land. And I preach why. It's because we turned away from the Lord and we refused to repent. I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. It is the grace of God that works in us, friends. It is the grace of God that that got me up this morning to prepare this message to preach to you. I have nothing to gain from doing such. I build my treasures in heaven. I glorify my God who is in heaven. And if Jesus did not rise from the dead, the Jesus that I preach to you today, I'm wasting my time. But if Jesus rose from the dead, you better pay attention to the gospel that I preach to you today. The same gospel that Jesus quoted from. The same gospel that Jesus preached. Verse 13 and 14, 1 Corinthians 15, But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ not be risen, then is our preaching vain. And your faith also is vain. But it's not in vain. This salvation and this faith has been working in my life since 1993. And it's only grown since. It's only grown stronger since, my friends. We will all be resurrected one day. Every single one of us. And we will all be given new bodies. And those without Christ will die a second time as their new body is destroyed in the lake of fire. However, their soul will remain in this same fire for eternity. Verse 20, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that are slept. He is our example. And that's why I say follow him. Don't follow me. Follow him. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never fail you. B-dub on Gab says their souls will be tormented for eternity for a few seasons of sin. Question mark seems cruel. Does it? Does it seem cruel? Because what I see to be cruel is a person who goes through this whole life when God speaks to their heart and he calls and they refuse the great sacrifice of Jesus Christ the Lord. How can you refuse the Lord after reading Isaiah 53? Read the chapter, my friends. Look it up. Isaiah chapter 53. And because many refuse, 
Their worm will not die in a place where the fire is not quenched. Jesus states this three times in Mark chapter 9, in verse 44, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. So either you not forget the sacrifice of the Lord today, or you will not forget it for all eternity in the lake of fire. Please, my friends, repent. Trust in the Lord today while you have an opportunity. Call upon the name of the Lord for salvation as I did in 1993, and my life has not been the same since. Elijah on Gab says the Bible is clear that the wicked will go into everlasting punishment. One reason why they will suffer for all eternity is because they died in an unrepentant state. The punishment continues because their sinfulness continues. He quotes Matthew 25 verse 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. In verse 46, he says, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Snake Pliskin on Gab says, Eternal punishment for unholy crimes against an eternal and holy God is holy justice. It requires a perfect, horrific, but holy sacrifice to satisfy God's judgment. To consider our sins. Against God as a few seasons of sin is evidence of the state of our heart because we are eternal creatures and made in the image of God. Our sins have eternal consequences. If we do not fall on our knees in humility and repentance over these sins, we have done and continue to do then. The act of repentance will be at the throne of judgment. But it will be too late then. Every knee and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But if it's done at the judgment and not in this earth, it will be too late then. Please, my friend, repent. He closes, snake. Christ came to rescue us from sin. He knew how serious the consequences were and are. And I do too. He rescued us from our sin. And I believe it's the cruelest thing on this earth to reject this sacrifice that he has done on our behalf or to forget this sacrifice, dear Christian. Sin is only forgotten in Christ. Otherwise, it will find you out. Not in this life, the next, my friends. Numbers 32, 23. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against the Lord. And be sure your sin will find you out. It will find us out, my friends. If not in this life, the next. I just saw a news headline where a man who made it into the celebrity spotlight, who called himself a Christian, was just sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison for child pornography. 
Your sin will find you out, my friends. And if not in this lifetime, the next. We must repent of these sins and turn to Jesus Christ before it is too late. The greatest enemy of all time, the price that you and I must have to pay is death. And this enemy will be destroyed. Verse 26, 1 Corinthians 15, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. We've already won in Christ, my friends. We have conquered this death. We will live once again. We will be given new bodies in Christ. So death is the pandemic you ought to be concerned with. We read in verse 33 through 34, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame, that you do not have the knowledge of God. And when you do not have the knowledge of God, you speak evil communications. You do not have good manners. The knowledge of God is the antithesis of wokeism. I just seen recently protests outside outside of the NRA. I don't care what your position is on guns. What I care was what I saw in this protest as women. It was predominantly women who had evil communications and were F you, F you to the people as they hate it. Those who oppose them in evil communication and good and corrupt manners spewed forth out from them to their great shame. It was shameful. And I pray for their souls. I pray that they find peace with Jesus Christ. I pray that their celestial new heavenly body that will be raised up for the judgment, will not be destroyed in the second death. Paul illustrates this new body, this heavenly celestial body that all will be given at the resurrection with seed in verses 35 through 40. But some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, thou which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him. And to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. In other words, the glory of the resurrected body that you and I will be given is different from this earthly terrestrial body that I speak to you from today. This body that I speak to you from today is getting older. And as I grow older with the dings and beings, I look forward to this new body in Christ which will be in the image of God. Verse 49, And we, and as we have borne the image of the earthly, we also 
bear the image of the heavenly. As I, as long as I'm in this body of decay, by God's grace, whether my children or grandchildren choose to repent and serve the Lord or not, I will teach them every opportunity I get to include this gospel episode. I'm going to teach them, regardless they want to hear it or not. I'm going to teach my children, and I'm going to teach my grandchildren, and I'm going to pray for them. Isaiah 54, 13, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And if you think that homeschooling is the answer, my friends, in itself, you're sadly mistaken. Bible schooling is the answer. Even atheists homeschool their children. By God's grace, I'm going to Bible school my children to my last breath or to the last trump. Whichever comes first, my friends, by God's grace that is in me, I am going to preach and Bible school my children to my last breath or to the last trump. This last trump we read about, this is the second coming of Christ. Verse 52, I... 1 Corinthians 15, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. We will be given new bodies. This is not done at a secret rapture prior to the second coming. It is the rapture to a place where there will be no more sin where there'll be no more need for the law, where there'll be no more need for death. Verses 56 through 57, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of the sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I've already won, my friend. And if you are in Christ, you have already won. We have victory. Jesus fulfilled the law and he died for the sting of the second death so that we could be alive in him and with him in our new celestial bodies. While we're in this body of decay, I encourage you, my friends, keep up the good fight. I understand that there's pain in this world. I understand that there's pain in these bodies, but we are in this together as the bride of Christ as we move forward in him. Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It's not in vain, my friends. Everything you do for the cause of Christ matters. Someone's watching and someone's listening. Someone who is looking for hope in this life. Someone who is looking for healing for their soul. You probably won't find very many in our day preaching through the Bible in this manner that I preach to you today as I preach through the Bible. But I do pray that these numbers will increase sometime soon. Verse 1, Isaiah 53, who hath believed our report? 
to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. It is this arm that has been revealed to me that I'm doing my best by the grace of God and through the power of his spirit to reveal to you today. Do you feel rejected by this world? Welcome to the Jesus Club. Welcome to the Jesus Club, Isaiah 53, 2 and 3, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, no comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and he was esteemed and not wasn't a handsome man. He was a rejected man. A man of many sorrows. A man that experienced grief like you and I. He was despised. Did he go into an elementary school and gun down children because of all of these things? No, he served. He served the more and he served the greater. Despise the Lord, my friends. Despise his people and we will grow. We will grow stronger. 1 Corinthians 16, 22, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema maranatha. Let them be damned if they choose to be damned. But whatever you do, do not idolize him, nor encourage him in his damnation. Love them, but do not idolize them, nor encourage them in antichrist behavior, but rather reprove them with, with prayer and love and hope that they too would repent and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 16, 14, let all your things be done with charity, with love. I preach to you today because I love God's people. I love the image bearers of God because God has loved me. Otherwise, you live for yourself and you have your reward for living for yourself, which will not come from love. Your, your reward will not be from love. And your pain will continue throughout eternity. But I'm here to tell you, my friends, the Lord knows our pain. Verse 4, surely he hath been born our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He died for our pain. He, he died for this affliction that we receive from this world, whether it's self-inflicted or not. He died for these things. Verse 5, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. I'm healed today. This body has its stings and bings. But I'm healed. The question is, are you? Are you healed, friend? Jesus died for all of our sins. Verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. 
you will experience the reward from one of two ways, either by the from the love of God in Jesus Christ or the wrath of God from the rejection of Jesus Christ. In the past, God has commanded genocide because of the demands of the law. But Jesus fulfilled the law. Therefore, do not hope in such a command again until the Lord returns, except when he returns, he will be doing the genocide. He will avenge his people. Numbers 31, 7, and they warred against the Midianites as the Lord commanded Moses and slew all the males. But hey, at least we don't hear about the 6 million Midianites every single day from the satanic mainstream media. Psalm 148, 11 through 13, kings of the earth and all the people, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and the heaven. Seems that the numbers of this who praise in this manner, in truth and in spirit, are growing slimmer and slimmer. Andrew Torba notes this. In a recent post, he says, I like the remnant of true believers. I liken the remnant of true believers in such a tiny way in that most Christians are practicing a subverted pseudo-religion that has nothing to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's easy to feel black-pilled about this fact, but then I remember that Jesus only needed 12 true believers to change the world. And I, my brother, would suggest that the pseudo part is actually the Antichrist Judeo part that we see men with no spiritual balls falling to every single day. But then a pseudo religion of Antichrist Zionism. But we need men who will stand. Having done all of the stand, verse 13, 1 Corinthians 16, watch you stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. And I thank God for all of you who are strong in the Lord. You encourage me. Your faithfulness inspires me. Because we are truly in this together. And I thank, you, thank all of you who have been a blessing to this work, who have prayed for this work, this gospel work, who have supported this work. But please never support this work at the expense of the poor, at the expense of the fatherless and widow. If you have done all those things, and you still feel led to support this work in accordance with the will of God, so be it. We read today about the collection for the saints which seems to be a foreign concept to many churches these days, since so many churches only focus on the collections from the saints. The former is the poor. The latter is the religious kingdoms of men and celebrity preachers that I want no part of. 1 Corinthians 16, 1-2. Now concerning the collection for the saints as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do you. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God hath prospered him, that there be no gatherings when I come. So here we see the great commandment. 
throughout this episode, which is to love our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And it's these things that should never be forgotten. Psalms 149, praise you to the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be grateful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in the people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in the glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let their high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them in the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.